Babes! It's the Wildness! With Tiff and Manda! Whoop! <laughs> Hello, everybody! I will ask in one of the podcasts, you just didn't say hi. And I just want to do that back to you. Wow. <laughs> what do you mean? You said hi to me and I didn't say hi to no, you? No, I was like, hey, everyone. And you were like, Tiff's not engaging. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. It's just sometimes trash like that. It's okay. So now what? You're not engaging with other people. Yeah. So I'm saying hi. And this is The Wildness with Tiff and somebody who sits in a corner <laughs> and ain't shit. I am all the shit. You are all... Mm. You are the sewer of our lives. Ew. Yeah, that's where you wanted to take it, didn't you? Anyway, hi, guys. hi, fine. Hello, hello, I, hello. Who are you? I'm Tiff. And I'm Manda. And this is The Wildness with Tiff and Manda. And um, I've forgotten how we start this. Why have I suddenly <laughs> forgotten how we start this podcast? Because it's so hot in the stew. It I, is, I feel like this is our general narrative. In every single episode, we're like, oh my God, it's so hot. It's because... And when I, Leon sits, it's cool. F. F. I think, Leon, in order to make this a proper African podcast, I would really appreciate some animal sounds right now and some djembe drums. And then whilst we complain about the heat and the fact that I may or may not be an African princess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so, but we must start with our first segment, mustn't we? Yes. Yes, our first segment. What's popping with you? 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 Cool. Tiffy? Yeah. What's popping with you? What's popping with me? Well, your bad thing. My bad thing? Yeah. Panda. Wait, wait. Ooh, crap. I wrote it down. Oh, yes. I know what my bad thing is. Uh-huh. I don't have enough time for Netflix. We need to take Netflix away from Bruh. <laughs> I don't have enough time for Netflix. I'm like scrolling, adding things to my list. Trying How to figure many out... things do you have on your list? Oh, babes, don't. Don't. I, I lost count. I've lost count. I've never counted, but I'm sure it's nowhere near what you have on your list. I have at least 15 things. Most of them are series. Um, and some of them are about... 15 is not a lot. One five or five zero. No, like 15. But that's also after I have refused to put more. Okay. Because some of the things on my list are eight seasons long. So it's like you're not, you're not buying any more new books mm. until you've read all the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. But then also sometimes I forget to add things <coughs> to my list because then I just watch watched the yeah. ball. Wow. I don't have enough time for Netflix. I'm... Panda, I'm even rethinking this podcast. I'm rethinking <laughs> my degree. I'm rethinking my relationship. I you I prioritize the flicks. Yeah, I might need all of those things to fall back whilst I go. And then every time I think I'm free again, then they're like, hey, have you checked out this uh, new thing? They need to stop recommending things. But you okay? need to get off that WhatsApp group. What WhatsApp group? Oh, yeah. Damn it. Tiffy, you're on too many WhatsApp groups. I am on too many WhatsApp groups. Too many groups. WhatsApp groups without me. But Panda, you stopped WhatsApping me as much. That's my other bad thing. Panda doesn't WhatsApp me as much as she used to. I we don't voice note as much as we used to, Panda. No, you don't voice note me. Panda! Me. Anyway, what's your bad thing, sweetie? Um, it's, You don't. don't have enough time for Tiff's Netflix. <laughs> no. It's okay, I got you. I, I got you. So, um, my bad thing mm-hmm. is that... So, Tiff and I both went back to school. We did. Right? Yeah. Because we're smart bitches. Yeah. And Tiff and I go to the same university. The whole university. My bad thing is that we don't have any classes together. I mean, I know we're not doing the same degree. Dude, this bitch is a postgrad. <laughs> I have like 21-year-olds looking me in the face. But like, I think it's... I, every time I'm on campus, I'm like, I can't believe I go to the same uni yeah. as this bitch. And we don't even have classes together. No. I mean, we, w- we wouldn't. But yeah, I'm still sad about it. 
I feel like, so I've decided that uh, I'm going to turn up to one of Panda's master's classes, yes. darling. Master's yes. classes. You come and, and be my friend in class. And, and I'm just, just going to say people. random things. <laughs> like, it's, it's, because you're doing, you're doing journalism, no? Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, so when Plato thinks about <laughs> the economy, and they'll be like, this is neither philosophy nor political economy. Well, we, well, we do political economy in, uh, one of my classes. Could cool. ever since I started my so can I just my journey? Uh, well, you can talk about the political economy of the media, sure. No, I want to come sure and talk Plato. about how I might be a brain in a jar, and I fucked wow. with that. Wow. Okay. You can be my friend. Okay. In class, I want to come to one of your classes. I'm with gonna, the youths. I'm, yeah. Oh, that should have been my bad thing. We should do. We should do a, a podcast mid class. Yeah. What? Yes. So, how many classes do you have? Uh, three. What's your favorite? Uh, human development. Oh, really? I really like it. I love the fact that tiny humans go through the most an attachment, and it's really helping me to see some of like like my interactions with like people, especially my mom. I think my mom's not appreciating my live updates (laughs) about how we may have attachment problems. No. no, she's just like I ain't trying to hear. She's it. just like it's too late. The like the horse has gone. Thirty one. She's like yes, thirty one. Like we're moving this off now. Like we've got our vibe, bro. Let's just write this out to therapy. Okay. Mama ain't going to therapy. Mama a black mama. She's just like what? Like it's taken her long enough for her to be like okay, so you're going to therapy, and now she's super supportive of it. But like before, she was just like. So are you crazy now? I was like, wow, wow. mom, that's able. That's my mom so says, ableist. My mom whoa, 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 says, whoa, whoa, whoa. guys, I love my mother. She needs to be better. But she says the most problematic things sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, and that's how I know that we're not always going to be woke, okay? Because I know there was a time when my mother was like the one who was engaging the family and being like, yeah, nah. Because, you know, they were part of that generation. Yeah. And they were like fighting the system. And my mom had a child out of wedlock, but she can do bad all by herself. And she used to smoke. And she used to smoke and, and dance with her. Asthma. And, and uh, I got the ass. Okay, don't tell my mama. Don't tell my mama. You're talking about your mom. Don't tell my mama. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so your good thing. My good thing. Yeah. Is I'm on a board with Panda. I know. I'm on That's a board with Panda. That's also my good thing. We yeah. have a joint good thing. A joint good thing. We just do a lot of things together. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like going for wine. And being on boards. Yes. So and me and Panda are on a board of an organization that is based here in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. And it is a queer feminist board, a queer feminist organization. Yeah. And I'm sure as hell hope the board is a queer feminist board. Yeah, no, well, it's that's still yet to oh, be it's seen. It's touch and go. It's touch and go. <laughs> hey, uh, yo, shit. We had a board meeting yesterday, right? Actually, I actually had... A good time. I had a good time meeting. at the board meeting yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, I went left at the uh, the last right sometimes. Right, right. No, it did. Yeah, but like, it's like, <laughs> it's a good mix of people. I, mm. I enjoy everyone on the board. Mm. We have a doctor. We, we have too many DJs though, hey? <laughs> oh, just two. <laughs> Bruh, that's a lot of DJs. <laughs> Name me three boards that got two goddamn DJs. Like two. Like, they could suddenly start spinning a party. We could do Coachella. I mean, that piece. <gasps> We're not doing a board Coachella. No. As like, deputy chair, I say it's a hard no from us. We should do Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. Or queer cella. No, that didn't work out as well as I thought. It could. Uh, it's a Do bit you think on the Afro punk is like queer cella. No, Afro punk ain't shit. I said True. it online. Oh, I said what I said. Oh, Afro punk oh, ain't shit. You've oh. not read all the stuff. No, they are. But how Afro punk is fucking. I have. I have. Yeah. Which is why I didn't go last year. Oh, I wait. Last year being twenty eighteen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't go because 
It's a lot of money, and my feet hurt from the. Oh last my time. god, it's so expensive. It's so expensive, and then your Ooh. feet hurt. Yeah, yeah. We went. We went the. F- to oh. the first ever Afropunk that was in in Africa. in Africa, and yeah, then Panda turned up and Tiff cried. It was so weird. <laughs> I like burst into tears because I was so happy to see my Panda. She it was missed a me. Oh shush. Anyway, oh, I love you too, Tiffy. No, <laughs> you you sulky. I'm I didn't sulky. make you cry. Yes, you did. Why? What part yeah. of Panda turned up and I cried? Did you not understand? I didn't yank the tears out of you. Did you out of my face with my heart? Swatch you. Anyway. Thank you for listening to our segment. The podcast is now over. <laughs> we can't keep threatening to break up I every know. podcast. <laughs> Just like so, this is not working. We should, then we can follow our own rules. What? From breaking, From, how do we have a queer breakup? Yes. Guys, go listen to our how to have a queer breakup rules. Because we gave some good advice. But anyway, yeah. this is the end of this segment. Yeah. Also, you need to stop telling people to look at my boobs. Because now people are talking to my chest and not to my face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yesterday at the board meeting, the whole board meeting, somebody was talking to Panda's chest. <laughs> we were trying to save an organization and somebody's talking to Panda's chest. Uh, uh, you, you steered them in that direction. I did not. You didn't. Don't, don't, she stays, don't Tiffy she stays blame. About, I, I am Tiffy blaming. Because you talk about my boobs. But it's, it's nice. It they are impressive creepy. boobs. It wasn't a creepy thing. It was cool. You're a creepy thing. <sighs> I'm <laughs> definitely breaking up with you. So, Panda, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> breakups. No. Again. <laughs> we can't talk about breakups. We're breaking up. We're breaking up on the internet no. during the people. No, yeah. Panda. We're going to sit this out. Leon, you come mediate. Yeah. We're going to sit this out and we're going to chat. So who's taking which chat? No, guys, we're talking about polyamory praxis. <laughs> Panda will have us being on this podcast talking nyols for thinking. This week, we're talking about polyamory praxis. Yes, we're finally doing, it's like, what is it, polyamory? Is it 102 or 201? Because we did polyamory 101. Yeah. So what would the follow-up be? 102. 102? Why, 201? Nigga, I don't know, man. Shh. Wow. Don't, and somebody don't, was don't. telling me about academic rigor. <laughs> what a wow. Also, Look Panda, I see you on the Google Docs. It's come up that Panda is on the Google Docs <laughs> editing. Anyway, yes. um, so polyamory praxis. Because Tiffy is the woke one about polyamory. Okay. I'm going to do the recap on what polyamory is. You get it, girl. Get it, my bitch. Um, polyamory is the practice of engaging in multiple relationships with the consent. Hey? Let me say this one more again. <laughs> it's the practice of engaging in multiple relationships with the consent of all the people involved. Yes. So you people <laughs> who are high-key cheating. When? Or low-key. No, high-key Just cheating. Cheating. Mm-hmm. You're trash. Yeah. How do you feel about polyamory since our last podcast? I'm, I'm better. I'm yeah. better. Like, yeah. I'm understanding it more. I'm not tipping over I'm not mic. tipping over the table <laughs> or the mic. I haven't thrown anything through a window. I'm, like, I'm really trying to genuinely <clears throat> engage, hey? Because I also, I'm trying to get to a point where it's a case of, there's different ways of living, loving. Also, polyamory in itself is also very diverse. Yes. So it's not just... This is what polyamory is about. Either get in or get out. Like, right. there's different ways of doing it. There's different levels of engaging. Even, like, within, like, one polyamorous person, they will engage with people in different levels. Yes. So, Tiffy has gone from, oh, okay, so polyamory is basically Tiffy, Tiffy 2, Tiffy 3, Tiffy 4. <laughs> it's not like that, right? No. It's different as levels. So, also, Panda's been trying to teach me a lot. Yes. Also, Panda's very polyamorous. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, the last time we did it, were you, like, you no, you were polyamorous, but, yes. like, were you as praxisy as you are now? 
no. I mm. don't think so. No. So Panda's also grown in her polyamory. Yes, I mm. have. Mm. Um, so we thought we would, since we've done like polyamory 101, we thought we would then chat about like, what does it look like to actually do the, do the thing? So like the doing of the polyamory, mm-hmm. not just what it is, but like, okay, so now that we know what it is, how do we do it So for some of it? Yeah, so, we, we don't have enough. We, like if we had to speak about everything polyamory, we'd be here for like we could name years like Pornhub. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> go listen to the Pornhub episode. That will it will it will solve what we just well mentioned. the fem the feminist porn one hundred and one. Oh yeah, it's not just the Pornhub episode. But we didn't do a whole episode Pornhub of Pornhub, or did we? Episode. No, but Panda, I think you should bless <clears throat> me with what you you should bless the people with what you blessed me with. Okay, a Which definition of the word praxis. Oh, so practice pr- practice. Hmm. Praxis mm-hmm. is the doing of a something. Mm-hmm. So like. We speak about feminist theory where we theorize um, about feminism and we look at things from a particular lens and then use that lens to kind of uh, inform stuff. So the praxis would be the like the living in action. Mm. So, yes, we've theorized it and we've thought about things and, you know, we have ideas, but how do we then do these things practically? Yeah, it is walking the walk. Because yes. we live in a world where a lot of people like to think about things. Yes. the internet too. is oh my very God, nice. I'm all about the ideas. Yeah. The, the doing. So, the yeah. Doing, the the doing is very important because we live in a world where Everybody's about the ideas. You can tweet a whole thread about, you know, the need to this and how you think about this. and th- But praxis yeah. is walking the walk yeah, after you've talked the talk. Yeah, and we, we, I think we need to do a lot of work on praxis because I think our feminist theorizing mm-hmm. is quite good. Um, just like our polyamory theorizing is quite good. Mm-hmm. But just Yo, our, our we, trashy we, theorizing is quite good. Yeah, no, we don't trash theories. No, I, I have a lot of trash theories. You do? But I, my praxis of them is very poor. That's good. Is it though? Yes, we don't want you to praxis trash nicely. Damn it. <laughs> so close. But yeah, yeah so um, we fail when it comes to doing stuff. Yo, mm-hmm. we can talk a good game. Yeah. But like when we have to walk. When we have to walk Ooh, the walk. We are not even crawling. We're just like, I don't even know. We're on our belly slithering. No, we are. We are. We, we are moving slowly. So, um, so we thought an interesting way to kind of think about and talk about polyamorous praxis would be to ask questions. Some practical so questions. So some practical questions. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, this episode is questions that we've come up with or we've been thinking about and we kind of figure out how do we how do we navigate this ship tiff okay Ooh, also i also, did ask people on the gram if they had any questions you could check check the panda always asks people on the gram shit so guys let's talk real talk people <coughs> on the gram panda's the one who loves you <laughs> tiff don't give a damn i no. kid tiff gives a damn i'll like your posts whatever shut up um so are you gonna go check or not check what on the gram, oh, oh, you, oh, you mean actually I must go to the gram and open yes. the app? Yes. Yo, Panda. I told yes. you, Panda's the one who loves. So, okay, I, I, coo, coo, coo. Wait, today is podcast day. Oh, no, wait. Uh, oh, okay. I, ooh, guys, I have less than 149 megabytes left. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, I ain't got space for this. Okay. So, while I'm doing that, so yes. do you want me to go and like pull that up? Yes. And so I'll start with question number one numero uno so a lot of people ask 
I think it's like, oh my God, it comes up so much. Like, oh my God, it's so hard to have one relationship. Where do you find the time? You know. (laughs) That's my question. Okay, cool. I should, I think we should answer these on the Instagram. Okay, we'll answer your questions on On the the Instagram. Yeah. 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 Because then, you know, just now they're difficult and we're like, oh my God, we don't know. And then we're spreading fucky shit. I know. And then we're spreading fake news. We fake don't news. Want, no. <laughs> we okay. don't want to spread fake news. So we're going to focus on <clears throat> these questions here. Okay. So right. so where do you find the time for more than one partner? Okay. So I will read what it says. Yes. And then Panda, you can speak on it. Yes. Because I, yeah, there's a quote and then I've added my own mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Because Panda knows the facts. Yeah. So, so where do you find the time for more than one partner? So the quote says, one of the things I found in my own experiences in polyamory is that a lot of the time, a lot of time management issues become much less pressing when partners get along with one another and with the partners of their partners. Mm -hmm. So people new to polyamory often fear that embarking on this road means giving up time. Every minute that your partner's other partner gets is a minute that you don't have, right? This was Tiffy's reasoning in the last (laughs) This was Tiff, so I was just like... So the way me and Sipu are set up, we spend a fuck ton of time together. Like, sometimes it's a bit like, yo, bro. Like, because we work together, we live together. Sometimes when we go apart, we'll just want to hang out afterwards. But now because we love our home so much and Tiff is part of Wine of the Month Club, yes, yes. um, We can hang out at home. But other times we'd be like, oh, home is like a bit whatever. So let's go meet out for drinks. So now it was a case of like, where are all these fucking minutes going? (laughs) But anyway, the quote continues. That need not be true though. Uh If you and your partner's other partner get along well, right? So it's not like the time is not going to be taken away from you. If you and your other partner... Because you can be a squat. Squat. When you can spend time with your partner in the company of his or her other lover. For example, I really enjoy going out to dinner with my partners and their partners as well. Oh, that sounds like fun. It does. So that's like one way. I mean, it's obviously not the only way because uh, it's not a guarantee that your people yeah. are going to like other people's. Yeah. Or that you're going to like your people's people's, Because right? if <clears throat> Sipu has her taste in women, I don't know if I'd like another me. Okay. I sometimes think about that. Like, yeah. I, I'm not really friends with anyone who's like me. Exactly yeah. like me. Yeah, yeah. But Sipu tends to be attracted to people who are kind of like me. Yeah, I wonder. Mm. But anyway, so if you do happen to get along, it's a good time, a good, like, strategy where you just all hang out. Squad ogles. Can I re- you imagine that, Bri? Oh, that Bri sounds so nice. <laughs> it, I <sighs> am shook. I am shook, Tiff. What? At your responses. We're oh, like, oh, no, my babes, God, I'm trying so to grow. Because Tip would be like, fuck that. Like, this bitch in my house. <laughs> whoop, tip it all. Yes. And then I put something, put extra salt yeah. in her wine. Oh, my God. Extra salt. Because you put salt before already? Yeah. And it's escalated. <laughs> no, guys, Tip's growing. No, Tip's genuinely Tiff trying to grow. is growing. Because um, my seafood deserves nice things, guys. Yeah. No, she does. We she all, does. So do you. We all deserve nice things. I already told you I'm part of Wine of the Month Club. More nice things. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm a black it? woman in this world. A black Quit queer joy. woman. Quit joy. <laughs> okay, no, wait, that's not the point. Okay, no. So, okay, so that's, so, so if you guys uh, can spend time together, that's a really good way to kind of, you know, for everyone to, to hang out mm-hmm. and for you to not be kind of dividing time necessarily but also yeah. i wonder what that means in terms of like the affection that you show yeah what does it look like yeah because oh i 
I wish, I wish Sipu would rub somebody else's back in front of me. I, the bra is nice. The bra is nice, but I wish. And I wish she'd lean over and be like, baby, are you okay? Oh. (laughs) Oh. We are now back to regular programming. And we're back. (laughs) Um, I kid. Guys, Tiff could be poly. Tiff's woke. Shut up. (laughs) So every time we do a poly episode, it's, it's, it's a test. If, if you can join the poly club or not. Nah. Oh, oh, me and the poly club have decided that this this is your interview process. Wow. Okay, but, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, so, so, I, yeah, yes. now I feel pressure. <laughs> I don't even know where I am in the notes. No, so, so that's a good way. But also, I, I feel like if you have to consciously think about the kind of time or, or how much time you're spending with people, you're more intentional about the time that you spend with them. So, like, mm. if you have one partner and let's say you live together, a lot of the time that you spend together is not necessarily quality time because mm. you're you're living lives, you're working, and a lot of the time you're just existing around each other, right? It's not that. Yeah, and so if it's not a bad thing, I feel it's not a bad thing to then have to be like, okay, how am I utilizing my time um, well enough to be able to spend a good amount of time with the people that I love? Mm. Also... Making time for your damn self. Because I think downtime is... Uh, is a really important thing. Is a really important thing. You really do need time to yourself. Yeah. So it can't just be like, if I'm not with this partner, I'm with that partner. If I'm not with this partner, yeah. I'm with that partner. And if I'm not with this partner, I'm at work. Exactly. Because that could be how your life thingies. So, the next one. Yeah, so... Oh, wait, are we done with that one? No. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> There's one more thing. So, in the last more. episode, we... Tiff tipped over the table. Yes. <laughs> and you were saying... This, this thing about time like what if you know I want to hang out and then your partner's also like oh my god do you want to go for a drink like how do you how do you decide and oftentimes um some or sometimes it could happen that somebody gets upset and so right here I wrote handling sour grapes the grapes that are so sour <laughs> not the nice wine grapes no so even the wine grapes are not edible no sorry oh no no they're really not Interesting. You have to grow table grapes for eating. Wine huh. grapes. You can't just like pluck wine grapes and be like, wait, 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 wait. No? no? No. That is, Tiffy, you are, you are wine kind of sweet. I am. That's where I went for my birthday now. You know, those are my lifestyle choices. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so, handling sour grapes, I think it's just about communication, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you communicate effectively and I feel like also on time because I think that helps a lot, especially for me. I don't like like, don't come in and last minute communicate with me, right? Or, or hold it in and then communicate yeah, from four yeah, months yeah. ago. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, boo. Mm-mm. So if it's like in a timely manner uh, and, you know, handle from a place of gentleness, then, I mean, it also doesn't mean I'm not going to be upset mm-hmm. or that my partner's not going to be upset. But I think in life, you kind of have to live with the fact that people are going to get angry at you mm. and that you're not always going to make everyone happy and that it's actually not the end of the world if someone is mad at you. Not that you don't care. But, but it, it can be resolved and you can work yeah, through it. Yeah, it doesn't need to cause you crap tons of anxiety. Leon is going to box you for moving his mouth. I, I can't just see you out here like handling the mic. Mm. It's because my butt cheeks is like, <laughs> is not sitting nicely on this chair. So like one Where butt Where's your chair? I know. That's why my butt cheeks is like she, not sitting nicely. Tiffy's not sitting on her usual chair. Bruh, I don't even know what's going on with this session. Anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah, mm. so 
communicate, but also just realize that you're not always going to make everyone happy all the time. True. Especially if you like, you want to, but hopefully your partners are, you guys are on the same page and nobody's going to be touched by the fact that you want to go hang out with someone else. Mm -hmm. And because it's not that, it's not that I'm going to hang out with Tiffany because I want to hang out with someone else. It's Mm -hmm. I want to spend time with Tiff, I want to spend time with you. And it's not like a choosing over of people. Mm. Yeah, and so if you're not insecure about anything in your relationship, then really you shouldn't get touched when your partner is spending time with the other partner. And if you are insecure with things in your relationship, then like... Chat about ha- it. Yeah, have the have the ability to conversate about it because I think an- another thing that um, for me that just segues nicely into this, that polyamory I felt pushed and taught was... The, the idea that if you are not okay, then there is something like fundamentally, not, not fundamentally <clears throat> wrong with you, mm-hmm. but you're not engaging nicely, right? Yeah. And what I've really appreciated with having more and more conversations with people in polyamorous situations, and I think you, this, like the research handles this a little bit later, is being okay with not being okay, right? Yeah. And that's part of the process. Yes. And a core part of the whole polyamorous process is being able to identify when you're not okay because it's not... Because within monogamy, there's a lot of, I guess, what is seen as automatic things. Are your eyes doing the things again, my baby? Oh, my sweetheart. Once an episode, hey? Leaky eyes. (laughs) Tell me about that leaky eye. You got leaky eyes. (laughs) So, like, I think a core part of polyamory and a conversation that needs to be had more and more, and this does come up later, is being okay with not being okay. So, like, if... If you're sitting there and you're just like, oh my gosh, this person wants to go and hang out with somebody else and you're not feeling okay with that, rather than being like, I'm a bad poly person because I also went through that phase where because I wasn't engaging nicely, I clearly wasn't woke. To the extent I started being like, hey, do I have any business running holler? Because really, yo, because I'm like, if I can't, yo, no, dude. And it can give you an existential crisis because you're suddenly supposed to be this whole thing of like, you know, dismantling, you know, the hegemonic, heteronormative, patriarchal, right? And you're dismantling it. And like, because I even heard of somebody talking about the way monogamy is just a form of like, you know, extended slavery and capitalism. I was like, no, no, yo, bro, I've, I've seen whoa, levels. Whoa, so, like, whoa, it's a case whoa. of, like, if you're not out here being queer and polyamorous, you ain't shit type ain't thing, shit. right? So you, I ain't, think, you ain't sex positive. Exactly, yeah. right? So I think it's just also being able to have the conversations about the messy. So handling sour grapes is, is very important. Mm-hmm. And, like, being able to properly talk about handling sour grapes. Yeah. So, Panda. Question two. Meeting my person's person. That's not a question, but like a scenario. Mm, meeting my person's person. <laughs> to be so, specific, like, I'm not sure. Mm, so I'm this one is a bit sure. touch and go because <laughs> Tiffy's a diplomat's child. So I will be delightful. I might actually even you be a little be bit de- too delightful. Yeah. To the extent that... What does that too per- delightful Tiff look like? Oh, borderline manipulative. So oh, you no. like me. And so... You feel that you can't cross me oh, because wow. you oh, like bring your yo no dude keep your friends close but your enemies babes your enemies at your chest like you you in my bra like where I sometimes hide my phone and all money um so like basically meeting my person's person but I will read because 
you know, you got your notes and you got your ideas. So I'm going to read. So what you're going to read is my, is my notes. No. So, but then you just going, you going freelance. <laughs> you just, just going. I never, I'm not free. You so free. Like, so I'm going to read this I'm document. I'm going to read this stuff. And you will talk the shit. Right. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, so Panda has got a quote here. So I'm not going to read the okay. non-quoted okay. bit. Okay. So okay. you got your bits. Okay. So Panda has a quote here that says from this person. I tend to see a lot of people in polyamorous in poly relationships who are very uncomfortable with the idea of meeting a lover's other lovers. This is one of the most common sources of angst I've noticed for people who are polyamorous, especially if they're fairly new to polyamory. You can reach out to the other person and try and make that person feel welcome. You can be closed up and defensive to that person. You can even be actively hostile to that person. And of course, your lover's lover has similar choices. Yeah. So what I'm getting from this quote is you have a choice as to what extent you can be engaging with your lover's lover. Mm -hmm. So automatically being like, so not, so not automatically being like, hello, welcome to the family. Oh the pudding God, is in the you. corner. Your right. towel is hanging up there. And don't forget that I've got you some warm pajamas does not make you trash polyamory. No. Is that what I'm? No. Okay. Um, so I think to recognize that you have choices, mm -hmm. um, hopefully you don't make the choice to be hostile. Yeah. <laughs> it's like choice number one, hostility. So hostility, <laughs> no. Okay. No, I kid. Yeah. I was very nice to people. <laughs> some swine, literally. Okay, I was nice to some people, better to others. Yeah. Okay. And then some relationships just changed. Okay. But that was through no fault of my own. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. Ah. <laughs> I feel I handled that with dignity and class. <laughs> the the podcast thing. <laughs> no, you should, You guys should see my face. Panda's, like, mm. like, Panda is actually like sitting back in her chair a bit like, hmm. Okay. So I'm not going to sit so close to you. We're going to finish this podcast or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, okay. Speak on it, Panda. Um, yeah, so you can, you can, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you're not always going to feel like giddy mm -hmm. about meeting your person's person. Um, but my thing was that I think if you are wanting to put your best foot forward and that doesn't mean like being the hostess with the mostess, like pressed um, pajamas that have right, also been or warmed. like, yeah, or vile. Um, I think it's quite important to decide if you are ready. Mm. So decide number one, if you want to, because that could also change. So don't do it when you you don't know, you're not feeling it because then you're not gonna be you know your energy is gonna be off and everyone can feel that mm. even if you're not like you know yeah, actively hostile. a bitch but your energy was gonna portray that so decide if you want to and if you do decide then when would be like a good time so even if you want to but you're not gonna do it tomorrow you know that's valid you can okay. be like okay boo. I, I can meet them, but can I do it? Can can you give me like some time to prepare? Also, you don't necessarily have to meet them as well. Like, well, no. I mean, I guess if you if you're not feeling it, yeah. I mean, it might. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I want to say that it might be better if you did, but I'm. I don't know. I, there's no way of knowing. I don't know. But All I situations guess it, are different. Uh, yeah. So it's, I think it's, it's just like on a it case might be by nicer. case. Be. Am I, if like, did. to go back to point one of, yes. like, possible squaddo goals. Exactly. Because oh, also... Squaddo. Yeah, squaddo goals. Because also, you're presuming that your person will also 
same way they pick friends that you would genuinely quite engage with. Because, yeah. like, to give the example <clears throat> of Sipu and Chido, like, mm-hmm. Chido and I probably would not, like, hang out and, like, thingy thing. But, like, if Chido's at my house, jam, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that, like, oh, we'd actively seek each other out in another lifetime. Right. But my partner is engaging with the sort of people. And this goes for a lot of her friends. I actually don't think I know of any of Sipu's friends who if they walked into our home, I would be like, I'm going to catch a drink somewhere right. else because, yeah. I'm fucks with this bitch. I don't fucks with this bitch, yeah. right? Or I don't fucks with this nigga. Because she got some guy friends too. Shook. Love it. Um, <laughs> Shook. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think it's it's one of those things. But I think my question in this and, like, sort of something to conceptualize and stuff is also it could not only be sort of the per- sort of person that other person is, but also the space you're in at the po- exactly. at the moment, exactly. the space you're in as a couple at the moment, exactly. because there'd be times, I guess there'd be times if you're not in the best space with your lover, then maybe meeting their other lover for like drinks might not it's be not a, a good idea. Right. Um, maybe your ass needs to sit at home. Right. Maybe somebody need a chill. Right. right? So <laughs> you, I, become. you become, and also you, you could not gel or vibe with the person. Yeah, because we don't love everyone. We right? don't love everyone, and, and that's okay. And even if you're not hostile, but they're just not your cup of tea, you know? Right. It's just like, yeah. So it's good to kind of consider where you're at. Um, because also, today I could be like, nah, I don't want to meet them. Yeah. That could change in a month. Mm. That could change in, in a, a year. year. That could change in a week. Exactly. Mm. So just kind of don't, I feel like if you're going to force yourself into it, it's bound to not be awesome if you're feeling funky it will fuck out yeah no the, not, she tried cool she anybody. tried to mitigate it 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 will fuck out no it will fuck out which segues very nicely to the next question mm-hmm. what if i don't like my person's person yeah so i really like this quote so do you want to read the quote sure go handle it it says it's not Tiff all twerks. <laughs> sorry brooks are you talking with the boobies it's like, what are you talking about? No, I, Molly told me this, and I yeah, can't no, get no, it out no, of my it was, head. It was, it was on a, it was, it was, I think we even it had on it on a podcast. podcast. It's like the third podcast we've spoken about working. Working. Anyway. Read um, the quote. <laughs> it's not all that uncommon. I think it's really good for people to hear that. Um, we as poly people, of course, tend to like to put our best face forward, both for personal and for PR reasons. Exactly, you know, because we're mm-hmm. trying to push the agenda. Yeah. We showcase the happy poly families in the media and we tend to minimize our own conflicts while playing up our success. But every social group has conflict and the closer people are, the more friction these conflicts can cause. Mm. Um, When I'm in a situation where one of my loves is dating someone I don't particularly care for. (laughs) So diplomatic. I know. (laughs) Uh, I'm just like, I don't fucks with that bitch. (laughs) But anyway, what that person Uh, said. Yes. Um... When I'm in a situation where one of my loves is dating someone I don't particularly care for, the first thing I try to keep in mind is there are other parts of the world that are not about me, bitch. One of those things is who... Shook. <laughs> I don't know if she what do you mean? Fuck it. Leon, switch this podcast off right, right now. <laughs> this is a problematic podcast <laughs> and I'm reporting it to the funders. Wow. Which funders? I don't know. The funders that are our lives. <laughs> okay. Okay. She's reporting us to the board. Yeah. Oh, we should internet. get a board. No. No? 
Oh, we managed, are our own board. Yeah, also managing boards is a hard mess. Yeah, I know, but it's trying to manage. <laughs> no. But keep on reading. Yes. Um, one of so one of those things that is not about me is who my lover chooses to date. I don't need to understand what my partner sees in someone else. I just need to understand that she sees something. Mm. I don't need. I don't have to understand what value her other per, her other partner has to her. I just need to understand that she sees value. As long as I recognize and respect her ability to make choices in her own romantic life. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm not gonna lie. Directed at Ifis. No, no, I get it. I get it 100%. Like, because number one, Tiff's a bit of a judgy bitch. 100%. (laughs) Like, shit, I judge the partners of people who aren't even in a polyamorous relationship with me. Mm -hmm. I am not in a polyamorous relationship with anyone, so. Maybe I should be. So then I can judge more people. <laughs> oh, I can diversify my portfolio. What's popping with your polyamory? Judgment. Judgment. <laughs> so judge I, I could start my own side podcast. <laughs> so uh, my other partner has is now dating somebody and I have given them a mark out of 10. Oh, no, I that kid. would be hilarious. I know, right? It would be the worst. Uh, they would <laughs> come for me all the time. Um, no, but I, I can completely get that. That whole idea of like... It's something that we've discussed a lot, the idea of decentering yourself, mm-hmm. right? And I think one of my main problems, because I think Tiff's here just to give the side of the people with mad angst, right? Yeah. One of my main problems is because I don't because I decenter myself in a lot of other spheres of my life, uh-huh. there's certain spaces where the minute I center myself, I wish you would try and move me. Oh my god. It is like moving a tiny mountain because I'm like every time the the, the further we get into the questions, though, I'm like I'm just gonna move my chair back. Because <laughs> I got I got me some thoughts about, but 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 also it's it's really I think I think one of the really great things about you and me tackling polyamory is mm-hmm. not that we're on other sides of we're not on opposite on sides. opposite sides of the coin, but like less so this this podcast less so this one. podcast like mm-hmm. last podcast I was just like I will set fire to the <laughs> studio and you know how flammable. Like, you know, soundproofing is very flammable. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's flammable. Leon, is it flammable? Yeah, because it's mainly based on capturing air and stuff, isn't it? Leon? Yeah. Leon, is is proofing flammable? Don't even try. Okay, Leon has said, (laughs) quote, don't even try. Um, Cool. That's cool. You're not trying to burn down your stew, Leon. Apparently, the stew must stay alive. Um, No, so I think one of the really great things about us discussing this is because... We have generally a lot of the same politics, mm-hmm. um, you know, and try and do praxisy things. Pandas mm-hmm. might be the more loving one. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Shit. But like, I think I it's just... Politics. it's yeah? I check your politics. You do check my politics. Because also I think there's a lot of angsty shit that comes with this that a lot of people don't outwardly conceptualize. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, here mm. to, I'm here to be a mess for you. Mm-hmm. I'm here to be a mess for you and be like, yeah, okay. So, I'm getting more sparkling water. Oh, guys, Panda drinks so much sparkling water. But like, I my think my water is luxurious too. But I can, I can totally get this. I can totally get the idea of having to decenter yourself in this moment in time and be like, same way if I have a crush on somebody, like, and outside of like it being like a polyamorous whatever whatever, I just have yeah. a crush. Mm-hmm. My crush is not legitimized or delegitimized by somebody else being like, actually, that person is cute. Right. Right. So, and it exactly. takes it, and it takes it further. Like now, when you're in this sort of like polyamorous relationship, 
it does not have to be a squad or goal event. No, it right? doesn't. It no. would have to be a squad or goal event if it's a case of, my baby, I want this person to be our new sexual partner, right? right. So our now you sexual partner. Our yeah. sexual partner. So you can't just come and be like, oh, your love of this person is neither here nor there, but we're going to put them in our bed. I'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. So now I must see their vagina or their penis, even though apparently we're just, that's not what we do. Um, <laughs> And then, but I must be okay with like, you know, everything type thing, right? So, okay, I I can get that. I can get that. Yeah. But I think it also, so yes, I I definitely think it's, it's not about you. You know, we shouldn't center ourselves because, I mean, whether you like them or not is oftentimes neither here nor there. It is neither here nor there. But also if you feel really strongly about it and you feel like your dislike of the person I don't know, is if you've heard some shit or whatever, I think it becomes important to then kind of have a conversation with your partner about it, to be mm. like, yo, you know, that, like home, person. that home person. Um, I've heard some things. I've heard some things. I heard and, they you know, embezzle. Like, I heard they... <laughs> they embezzled NGO fans. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's even worse than embezzling capitalist money. But anyway. We're not gonna even talk about that. No. And I had a board meeting. <laughs> so, um, now I just lost my chain of thought. So yeah. So if you hear stuff and you know you have genuine worry and concern, um, and it just goes beyond, I don't fucks with them as a person. Mm. Then I think it's important to kind of have that conversation with your partner, realizing that they then don't have to make the decision that you think they should make. Mm. They, the only thing they have to do is hear you out. Because there is a whole lot of autonomy here. And guys, yeah. you are dealing with adults. Yes. You're a whole bunch of adults. Yes. Right? Okay. So okay. They, don't have to, they, they just have to listen and then they, they make their own prim decision. Which segues very, very nicely into the next question. So, say your partner heeds your warning about this embezzler <laughs> who also <laughs> sometimes steals puppies. Bum, bum, bum. She's still Miss Fifi. God, Miss Fifi, I hope you're safe, sweetheart. I love you. Oh, Clarice. Oh, don't stand too close to the glass, Clarice. <laughs> um, but that's not the point. So, say your partner does heed this warning and goes, okay, I'm breaking up with this person. And then, all of a sudden, it's heartbreak. Yeah, and now they're sad. They're, they're sad. So, what's, what's, a had, what's a heartbreak song? I think that you should let, let it burn. burn. <laughs> if you need to be better about you. words. <laughs> and it's over. Anyway, know that uh, it's true. Let, let it burn. Let it burn. Gotta let it burn. burn. That's what the article anyway, says. Next. So anyway, so, <laughs> so that, that's, that's, the ad, that's the advice the article gives. <laughs> anyway, so I am going to read this a little bit. And then Panda, you're going to speak on it a little bit. Cool. And then we're going to take a small break. But okay, so this article says, how do I handle a breakup with one of, wait, how do I handle a breakup with one of my partners? Mm -hmm. Question. So the answer, it's easy. No. Is it it easy because you're not alone? Yeah. So people ask like, you asked me this on the other podcast. Is it easier because you're not alone? You're not alone. You already have someone else. You are not alone. You are not alone. So the question is, is it easier because you're not alone? I will preface this by saying that yes. Like many things in polyamory, 
there are multiple sides and in multiple ways, having multiple partners <laughs> can ha- make things easier. How many times can you say <laughs> in multiple, multiple in one <laughs> sentence? Um, so I do not think it's easier to move on because you have multiple partners. That that would be like saying it would be less sad to lose a child who dies because you, you have, have other children. children. Damn, that that's, got dark. I know, right? When I read that, I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's right. That's right. right. That's, that's right, right, though. Yeah. But oftentimes there is a breakup that is a solitary... Oftentimes when there is a breakup that is a solitary relationship, you end up feeling very alone. Having your poly network rally around you can be very helpful. However, I wouldn't put it significantly above having close friends or family who rally around you during a breakup. So there are benefits to having multiple partners during a breakup, but it certainly doesn't make things all smooth and easy. But also... From what I can get from this, and I, this is the question I float to you, mm-hmm. it wildly, wildly defa- depends on the nature of your network. Mm-hmm. So, like, to give the example right now, Tiffy's better. No longer tipping over tables, right? But also, Tiffy is not, uh, to go back to the previous questions, Tiffy is not a big meter of your partners. Mm-hmm. Tiffy is also not a big squad of goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tiffy is, she's cool. But it's not like a, hey, dab. Right. Because it's 2019 and Tiff's still dabbing, right? Right. So <laughs> and Betty White. <laughs> it's me and Betty White still dabbing. Um, actually, I think Betty White stopped dabbing. And thinking, I just use the gift still. So right. I'm implicating Betty White. Right. So if you are not as close, especially to the person who, you know. So I guess, is it is it one of those things of like the nature, not only of your relationship, but even sort of like of how you center yourself and your various partners because what if your partners don't even know each other what if your partners don't feel each other like if so if okay if sipu is dating you Mm -hmm. and she's dating me and you don't fucks with me Mm -hmm. and me and sipu break up you're still gonna want to be there for sipu i am right Mm -hmm. like whether you and maybe you even be a little bit happy like yeah it's coming yes Sorry, I might even I might even like upgrade the amount of like care food package. She could get she could have been getting like dairy dairy cream for like maybe I was like I felt for Zai. She gets dairy cream for Fazai. But because you I don't feel you, she getting hagen dabs. Babs dabbed. Exactly. Why do I feel like dabbing so I much? I don't this, know. <laughs> but I just you need to be better. <laughs> we 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 leaving you in 2018. Like 2019. 2019. You're not ready, Tiffy. Just Maybe I'm ready. still getting fine. Have you ever thought about that? No, you're already fine. Me and my white you, woman walks. You need yes. man, right? <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, okay, wait, back to this, back to this. Um, so I think, I mean, it just, it really sh- shouldn't or doesn't have to depend on whether or not my partner liked the person I'm breaking up with mm-hmm. to, although if they did like the person I'm breaking up with, then they'd have to be there for two people because what if they're cool? Mm? And they're still my partner. And anyway, so mm. I think it can get a bit complicated. But also, it may also be hard to see your partner going grieve through. so hard mm. for someone else, right? Mm. Even if you are accepting and whatever, it, it doesn't mean you're not going to catch feelings that that they're the, crying every day because Tiffy done walked out the stoop, you know? Yeah. It could be difficult. But I think your partners should not be your main or your only source of support for a breakup. Mm. I think that is really, I think, a big expectation. I think mm. it's it's good for them to be there and to support you, but I don't think you should, like, lay all your shit on your partner. Yeah, it shouldn't like, be like, hey, yeah. 
talk to your friends because even even with your personal friends family yeah exactly you don't you don't lay shit on one friend because Because like when you went through your breakup yeah i know i wasn't the only person you're talking to Mm -hmm. weirdly enough all of a sudden i just realized i got a little bit jealous about that about what like other people yeah because i remember when you floated it at one point i was just like this bitch, though. I was just like, wait, but we spent so much time and we but unpacked also, a lot of stuff. That's why I wasn't heavy and you still left me. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's why I didn't call you at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, I didn't call anyone at 3 o'clock in the morning. Being like... Also, <laughs> also going through a breakup and waking up at like wild o'clock in the morning is some bullshit. I, so, I don't, I don't, I don't think I woke up in the middle of the night, but like, waking up in the morning, like, because that's the, f- like... You remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I'm almost like, like you oh, wake up days. and you're like... Because you sleep like Woo. the dead. Because for me, um, hey, that's how you know that breakup was heavy. Because I still remember it nine years later. Right. I'd wake up at... And these were the days when I didn't wake up at 6 a.m. Now, if I woke up at 6 a.m., I'd be like, I'm late. Because I should have woken up at 5.30. <laughs> Five, yeah. That's when I wake up. But like, I'd wake up. And it it almost be like a re-realization yeah, every yeah. every morning fucking morning. Yes, You're like, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I must have yeah. dreamt this. Exactly. I, oh, oh, it's the worst. Woo. Yeah, okay. That that mornings were hard for me. So okay, so our takeaway from this thing is looking at the nature of your networks, but also not putting so much on your partner or partners because there is an added element to it. Mm-hmm. Because unlike a friend, so you were grieving. So it wasn't like when you went through your break, your breakup, you were grieving a relationship. But I also had the distance of being like, you're not grieving something that we also share type thing. Right. So I think that, that there is a need to be cognizant of need that. To diversify your portfolio. Diversify your portfolio. Same way it's like this article does say, not putting it above the network of friends and family. Right. It's not suddenly because you're poly. Oh my God, just tell all your partners and yeah. that's only the person you should tell. Exactly. Okay, cool. So let's take a short break and then we will come back. We'll be back. Yes. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. And yes. so what we are doing is polyamorous <clears throat> polyamorous praxis. Yes. Just in case for some weird reason you only found us after <laughs> the, the first, damn the first segment. That would be weird. Go and listen to the first part of the podcast. Like if you just being funny. forwarded into half of it, like no. be better. So So um right now we're going to discuss um Just running something. out of wine. Oh sorry, puppy. You can pour me a little bit. No, cut you off. You you cut yourself off. Are we Uber eating? Uh, no. But you want it? You want puppy? Yes, you can Uber Eats. No one's Uber Oh, eating. I want a donut. <gasps> Do they Uber Eats Krispy Kreme? Let's get donuts. I feel like this is a lot. But wait. Shh. <laughs> yes, okay, so okay. you're explaining. So we've gone through, you know, certain questions and scenarios that are quite typically commonly asked. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to like it's 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 one situation, but it's like going through it in a number of steps, mm. and that is the question of jealousy. Yeah. So am I? What happens when I get jealous? And yeah. so we'll kind of talk through jealousy and how you can shift that into something more productive. Oh, apparently there's a word for it. Mm-hmm. Just well, like polyamorous. Anyway, so the question is, what if I feel jealousy? 
the journey from jealousy to compersion. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of compersion, somebody wrote about that in the anthology. Oh, in which the... you need to check out in the, in the uh, sex anthology. Yeah, that's just what I'm I love it. So, but we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. Okay, but cool. so the quote is: the majority of polyamorous and a significant number of serial monogamists experience jealousy at some point in their relationships. Everyone experiences jealousy all the damn time. I just love that there are like, you know, a significant number of polyamorous people experience jealousy. Because mm. people think the minute you're poly, you can't be the jealous. jealousy is out the door. You're it's just out the door. Like, it, it, oh, I'm never jealous. What? It's like the polyamory was like, so you're polyamorous now. Exactly. And then the jealousy was like, I can't deal with this. I'm out. We're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Block me on social media. But it's not. So polys have four primary responses to jealousy, right? Yeah. So it's like... Um, so I guess it's not four primary responses, but it's like you're moving from like one you go from here and then you move along. So it is, it is a, yeah. a, so it is like a journey. Yeah. Oh, a journey oh. from jealousy to something else. Mm-hmm. Compression. Mm-hmm. So number one, freak out and want to control others often, especially when initially exploring. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. You can't read good. No, nigga, you, you didn't. Into, how did you, you get into your person? Because I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> also, I went to the steps of like what great thing you know. It's just like twerk, twerk, twerk. <laughs> and somebody was like, "Hey, get that bitch registration." Anyway, oh um, wow. So anyway, so you you the first one is you can freak out and want to control others often. Yes. So especially when initially exploring polyamory, people who experience jealousy get extremely upset and feel threatened. This feeling of threat can spur the jealous person to want to control others, which often results in a slew of rules that limit how, when, where who their partners can see and what, when, how, where they can do, say, think with other people. Yo, that's so the most, guys. Basically, you start Ooh. sitting there and you want to control the situation. Yeah. And it's a way, and to speak from experience, it's a way of trying to make yourself feel safe, trying to make sure yes. that you don't get hurt, trying they to make put, sure they that... They put that in the article. I just didn't put it in notes. But they did say that. And this is why... You got to talk to Tiffy about these things. <laughs> Run this shit past Tiffy. You can't just go from zero to poly, right? You got to, no. you got to, no. you got to, you got to go slow. You gotta gear, go slow. gear, 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 mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. So you can want to control the situation in order to make yourself feel safe, in order to make sure that you don't get hurt. And it sometimes can block you from actually unpacking a lot of the things that are making you feel like this. So one of the most important steps that I found in terms of trying to control the situation a lot was in trying to control the situation, I ignored a lot of the things that were making me want to control the situation. And that's one thing I really do appreciate about the polyamorous space, right? that I keep going back to in the distinction for me in my mind between polyamory and monogamy. Monogamy, there's a lot of... Automatic things. Yeah. All automatic things. Society has set it up so yeah. we understand yeah. monogamy. You're moving you into do a this, built house. You do this. Yeah, you're moving yeah. into a built house. Whereas with polyamory, you're moving into essentially what is a societally run down house. Yes. You need to do you need to add an extra room? Do you do need to refurbish? Do you need to demolish the whole thing and start again? Which is a question I'd I'd also asked of myself in terms of like my relationship and things. Um, there's once a time when I floated it to Sipu. I'm like, bruh, let's just break up mm-hmm. and actually start dating. Like, mm-hmm. so when you approaching other women, babes approach me and yeah. come at me correct. Like, don't be coming at me like all you like, hey, bitch, you don't know we me. share a Netflix account. Bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't 
share a Netflix account and we on Fed Health together. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know you. Okay. So like it's one of those things with um with polyamory that I really appreciate that you have to unpack a lot of things. Because one of the things I have had to unpack is my sources of jealousy. And my sources of jealousy, then what are the reasons that I feel jealous? And it's because of certain insecurities. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been really difficult. Oh my gosh. By the way, guys, going from whatever to and changing the nature of your relationship, be it making it polyamorous or monogamous is a really painful process. Yeah, either way, it is like going painful. from monogamy to poly or poly to monogamy, it's, it's just woo. Think of it like breaking bones and resetting those bones. Yes. It's it's not like it's not like doing your squats and one day you look and you're like, oh, look at that. Ass. Look at that bubble butt. Ooh, no. look at that bubble butt. No. <laughs> no. It's actually like somebody being like, your bones have been growing differently. Right. We're gonna smash them. We're gonna put you in a cast. And then at one point you're gonna be doing physio. Mm-hmm. You're like there's medical bills to be it is a process. But like, so I mean, I've had, um, and so this is like not a poly thing, but like more of a cheating thing where there's, I've had people cheat on me, but I just, I've never reverted to like the rules, thing, right? Mm. Oh, purely because I just don't have the, the capacity. I don't have the energy. Like for me, I think about the admin and of, I love of enforcing admin. rules. Yeah. No, I love me some admin, no, right? Guys, but my panda is a bit oh. of a, a, an admin bad bitch. That's actually why we could work together so well. Yeah. Mm. I just, I can't. I can't be, I, I can't be monitoring and evaluating a grown, a grown human being. Like, just be like, where are you going? What are you doing? This, and like, because you can set the rules. And then, but you have to enforce the rules, right? Oh, yeah. That, that what, that's, that, that's what it end up, ends up being. Because the person didn't consent necessarily freely to the rules. They're doing it because, woo, this bitch gonna kick me off the Netflix. Right? No. <laughs> Babs, <laughs> fucking cut you off the Netflix. And, so, and the Wi-Fi. Exactly. And the Wi-Fi. You're gonna have to work for that password. Snip, snip, snip. <laughs> exactly. So, I just, woo, no. Enforcing that is... Is a lot. I just didn't have, I don't, I've never had the capacity and... God, please never give me that capacity. <laughs> okay, so number two is distinction, introspection, and discussion. negotiation. Discussion. Oh, discussion. You My did bad. really twerk on the steps of the Great Hall for your registration. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm the baddest bitch up in my psych class. Um, discussion, <laughs> introspection, and negotiation. So that's the next part. So yeah. after you've freaked out, hopefully then, you move to, okay, let's think about it. Mm, and you're, you're good for this. Like, you, you've moved mm, through some of these steps. So yeah, because then... Good. That it's it's kind of what we just discussed. That whole thing of like, once you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you stop and you're like, okay, okay. why is this going on? You become. Why, you become. I become. No, yeah. I'm not going to become. And then Relationship should become. Also, please know that um, in my experience, mm-hmm. right? And I presume this would be other people's experience. From what I can gather from reading these things, you can actually move through these um, stages back and forth. Oh no, it's not linear. It's it is not linear. Like most things in life, it is, it not, is not linear. linear. So please do not think it's linear because no. that's also another mistake I made, where I frock out, and I I've gotten to moments where I'm like I'm calm, like I am fucking sitting top of a mountain, zen as shit, being like, bring me this next woman, and I will welcome her, babes. <laughs> if we have donuts, then you better order from Uber Liquor. Um, babes, we're trying to discuss, like, guys, I'm out here trying to support pandas. Snacks, man, like, 
on, B. We're trying to talk about snacks. But yeah, so it's we're one not of those. Trying to talk about snacks. Oh, we're talking about polyamory. Anyway, so the discussion, introspection, and negotiation stage. This is a way people deal with jealousy. A way people deal with jealousy is to discuss it with their lovers and lovers, lovers, or paramours, sometimes called other significant others or OSOs. Oh, I love that. Other significant others. Mm-hmm. Speaking openly of jealousy can help to diffuse the charge around the situation and partners can respond by offering reassurances of lasting love and demonstrating appreciation. Practice polyamorous talk about focusing on the emotions that are underlying the jealousy, which is what we raised mm-hmm. before, and often see, often see insecurity or a fear of loss. Because mm-hmm. I know I went through that as well. By facing these fears directly, polys are able to address the issues head on instead of allowing them to run the show from behind the scenes, which is something a lot of quintessentially monogamous relationships allow to happen. So it's a case of like, because there's a lot of inferences and there's a lot of things that we take for granted within monogamous relationships, it's a case of like, you will always be faithful, you're always this, you so when I'm jealous, it's not I have to unpack why I'm jealous because, you know, maybe the way we started was dicey because we started as a cheating couple or mm-hmm. maybe because I have always felt that, you know, my you parents didn't... I'm telling you, these chairs are shit. <laughs> um, but like within monogamous relationships, you are less likely to want to unpack why you're feeling like these really intense feelings because all people think is you've broken a social contract, you've broken this contract and we're done. And like, yeah. and jealousy is just the next jealousy is logical thing. Uh, duh. Why yeah. must you go past? Like, why are we trying to figure out why the sun rises? Mm-hmm. Of course I was mm. going to be jealous. Mm. Be calm. Mm. So I think with Polly, you just have to be like, why am I feeling some type of way? Cause even with polyamory, it may not even be a you thing. It may be the person breaking the rules. Right. And or not breaking the rules, but breaking your sort of whatever engagement it is. And then that's, Something because that's also another thing I learned about polyamory. You can cheat within a polyamorous yeah space. Yeah, but yeah, but the jealousy is like is it can be a perfectly normal thing to feel, mm. even if nobody's broken any rules and right. you're just caring about in the exact contract that you have drawn up together, and and you're still like, whoa, I feel some type of way. So and it's then you find that the reason you're feeling some type of way is because you're not doing well at school. Exactly, and you're twerking on the steps of the great hall. Wow, really? You're gonna, <laughs> are you taking the Vitz thing from me? Wow, fam. <laughs> Number three. Tress. Yeah, anticipate. So this is the next step. So you've, you wanted to control things. Now you're like, then you've been like, okay, cool. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss. Let's introspect. Let's negotiate. And then um, another step uh, to take would be to anticipate. So I guess they're speaking about jealousy coming from your partner having abided with rules mm-hmm. um, and you still feeling jealous at a new partner or whatever. So the next thing is to kind of anticipate and overcompensate for what they call new relationship energy. Yo, this can be hard, guys. Like, new people are the worst. As polyamorous, as, as polyamorous, as polyamorous, Bless, listen, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> as polyamorous as I am, yo, New relationship energy is the fucking most, bruh. Like, I, because I feel new relationship energy deep in the bowels of oh, of my, your damn self. Right. And so I know, like, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this person. Like, I just, it's, it's hard to contain. It's just, you just, oh. 
and you're smiling at your phone for 24 hours of fucking you're just giggling like everything a, everything a, a gif of a cat falling <laughs> off a cliff oh my gosh that could not be my hilarious and adorable everything is delightful and I'm a super affectionate person oh and yeah so, and so what I know <laughs> luckily my my uh, my piece now She's kind of like... Your side piece. No, she, she's not my side piece. She's just Wait, piece. why is mine my side piece and yours oh. is your main piece? Because <laughs> really? I don't have a hierarchy. <laughs> okay, my side piece, girl, my side piece. My side piece. I'm calling Miss Fifi. <laughs> and now this is Manda and Miss Fifi because I no longer podcast because my heart is broken. Oh, I love you. And now I'm going to go buy myself Haggadahs. No, we want donuts. Tiffy, why won't we get donuts? I want Guinness donuts. Anyway. Make sure they come with pick and pay liquor. There's no such thing as Uber liquor. There is. How do you think we got wine last time? Yeah, but you can't order two things from two different places. Yeah, you, you can. No, you can't. What the you hell? To, it's like oh, two it's different not like orders. It's delivery. No, you have to do. It's two different orders. So you we're gonna we're gonna to waste do. a whole Uber thingy on donuts. Anyway, anyway, I was saying because so, we've broken up anyway, so it doesn't matter whether you have new relationship energy. I hope you have new relationship energy for Miss Fifi. You are. Sour. Wow. You are not handling sour grapes. <laughs> okay. You I, are not. You are not breaking up nicely. I. I am. No, you're not. Also, I'm now going to go and like and unlike everything <laughs> that you you put. Okay. Anyway, so, oh, one hour. Oh. Oh. Okay, guys. We've, we've, time. Yeah. Anyway, no. so new relationship energy. I really like affection, and you know, new relationships are just like so full of it. Like my piece now, she's she's maintained, but you know, people people tend to dip. They tend to dip because yeah. I'm just like, love me all the time. Yeah, no, Panda does need a <laughs> lot of love. Anyway, so they say new relationship energy or NRE is the effervescent, so effervescent, feeling that accompanies new love. Uh, the rush of new love makes everything associated with that person glow with the brilliance of infatuation. And the fun of spontaneity, because yeah, you're fun now, right? Mm. In contrast, long-standing relationships can seem boring or simply get overshadowed by the brilliance mm-hmm. of NRE. Practiced, po- I love that they call it practice polys. Because mm. um, you don't sev- just pot it around. No. <laughs> practice polys take several steps to overcompensate for NRE, such as making sure to spend time and attention on longer-term relationships as well. Being aware of and acknowledging the narcotic effects of NRE and avoiding making any big life decisions when in the grips. Oh, this is good for the quiz. Avoid making oh my any big life decisions when in the grips of new relationship energy. So Don't do it, friend. to give aside, because we have to move and um, so we have to finish compersion quickly now also we don't but, have to do it quickly because then we're just gonna lose the essence of that stuff it's okay take your time girl babes i'm subverting stop, the patriarchy no stop stop giving us new relationship energy no, and what you we really need always to be, have new relationship energy okay? what we need to be subverting is the data because also babes but anyway no but to give a side also story, some people have wi-fi oh yeah no guys get wi-fi so the the wildness is one day going to be like big enough to sponsor everyone's wi-fi nice um so i <laughs> so this reminds me of a story, right? Um, making big life decisions. I know somebody. <laughs> I know somebody who was a polyamorous or whatever it is what they were. Because now the more I learn about polyamory, the more I realize a lot of people I knew said they were polyamorous, we're but they were really. just fucking. Mm-hmm. They left their seven-year relationship. Oh, for the NRE? For the NRE. Ish. 
Did oh, it work out? No, of course. Maybe you must just plot twist. Email Tiffy and she might give you the end of the story. Ish. No, plot twist, it didn't work out. Oh my and God. it was just one of those things where it was a case of like this big, big love, big, big this, big that, big. And because that is, that is also the threat that I've heard of a lot of people who are like, oh, two people are together for ages and then they meet a new person and they're gone. And that happens in like monogamous relationships relationships yeah. like you hear that a lot in monogamous relationships mm-hmm. but with polyamorous relationships there's there's sometimes the argument that there's a little bit more of that space to do that mm-hmm. right because in monogamous relationships it's like you you feel bad because you know the social contract because with monogamous relationships you don't only have that contract between you two but anyone who knows you're dating knows right mm-hmm. and this person seven years and um in the wind. And then they, but but in in their de- yeah. But in their defense, they lasted a year and a half of whatever. Yeah. And not all stories are like three volume chapters. Some no. story, some love exactly. stories are haikus, babe. Exactly. So that's but okay too. It's it's good when you're in a poly relationship to kind of be mindful of how big and overwhelming Inari Kingi can be. Can be can be or get can get it. Ogi, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <Skr-k-> <laughs> <Skr-skr-> okay. <laughs> it went there, <laughs> of course. So just be aware of it and then try to like, mm. you know, monitor and evaluate yourself. Exactly. And the last one, compassion. Now you've gotten to the stage of where you're sitting at the heightened. top of the hill. <laughs> yes. You are at the top of the mountain. You are Buddha. You are Buddha. Hey, hey bro, you just brought in other people's religions, bro. That's like saying somebody Jesus. So or, what? Now, now you're Allah. Jesus. Now you're Jesus. Don't say Allah. Now you're Jesus. <laughs> We're kind of now, problematic. Now sometimes. you're Jesus on the mountain. You are it's enlightened. The, yeah. It's yeah. Jesus was on the fucking mountain, boo. Like, you I, do, I know that. Bible or nah? I do read my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> so now you're this enlightened being. Enlightened. On a mountain and you... Is it weird that I visioned it as a goat? With a beard, a goat with a beard. <laughs> a billy goat. A billy goat. Hello. <laughs> billy goat. Wow. So anyway, you're wise. Yes. Speak on and it. And now you have subverted the jealousy. Mm. And it now turns to compersion. Compersion. Compersion is the, is the flip side of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Or the glee. Ah. Oh, I said glee, not glee. Ish. Okay, composing is the flip yes, side of Panda typed notes badly. She always drags All me for the typing glee notes badly. of seeing someone's lover falling in love with someone else. Mm-hmm. Polly's who experience composure liken it to being happy that their partner got a part in a local theater production or was chosen employee of the month. It does not affect the person directly, but they are still happy to see their partner happy and having good things happen, regardless of the nature of those good things. Practice Polly's act in compulsive ways like vacating the large bedroom for their partner to host a visiting lover. Tiffy's like, fuck that. <laughs> no, guys. No, but Take but it's a journey. Of- also, guys, getting to this place is a journey. So Take, I'm not going to wake yeah. up one day. No. Taking care of kids so their partners can go on dates. Oh. Tiffy's like... No, yeah. okay. By the time... If we do get to a point where we have kids, okay. And treating their paramours kindly. Okay. There I can do. Okay. Treating paramours kindly, I can do. Not, not the bedroom. No. <laughs> Face is like, are you lost? My bedroom. Where I sleep. Yeah. So I put my head down on the pillow and I smell... 
know. Not myself. Because yeah. you know you're not turning change, up. You're, but you're changing the sheets. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I got that many duvets. So now I must... I, me, I like my duvets. Okay, I kid. I kid. But guys, this is why tips on this podcast. It's uh, in order to balance Amanda's wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, like we said, it's not like a linear thing. It's, it's not like a linear you, thing. Sometimes Dude, you, you could be compersioning and next thing you know, you're going to burn somebody's right. house down. down. Exactly. Why do I keep going to, like, pyromania? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're, because you're spending so much time with me. Oh. And I just burn everything down. Yeah, she does. I'm just also, like, Panda is a smoker, so she has a lighter. Yes. Ooh, I'm, I have matches today. Yeah. Leon. Duh. Leon. Okay. But so to wrap up. Yes. <clears throat> Being poly often means having to suspend all your cis heteronormative and patriarchal ideas Damn. about what dating is. I wrote you about what umjolo is supposed to look like. Umjolo is like dating. Hey. It's hard to unlearn something. The patriarchy has been subliminally concretizing mm. in your brain since birth, but you're never. You're never always going to do it right. Mm. It's more destination. It's more journey than destination. destination vibes. The destination is yeah. death. But what matters is that you are aware, intentional, and stay striving to slay. Yes. Yeah. So you're like you're never you're never gonna be the perfect polyamorous person. Just like you're never gonna be the perfect person or the perfect feminist or whatever. But it's just about being intentional about seeing when you are fucking up mm-hmm. and doing the work to kind of steer you back onto your course okay yeah. so the affirmation that we're doing today Tell us. The- <laughs> <laughs> guys yeah. i think for me so i was trying to figure out an affirmation for this and i'm going to make up an affirmation oh right? fancy so like for me the affirmation this week is do the work but also be kind to yourself when you fail. Always. Always. Because there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but also it's not always going to be perfect. No. So, yeah. So, Panda, you going to tell people about where they can find us and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they already found us. The heat. That's not how it works. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, find us on the Fache book. AKA Facebook. Bruh, like every time you say that, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Find us on Facebook at The Wildness with Tiff and the symbol Manda. Mm-hmm. Find us on the gram. Uh, the gra- I was gonna go find us on Twitter, but we do currently not have the time for Twitter. Anybody find us on the gram to. at the.wildness. Um, email us at afriwildness Ooh, yes. at gmail.com. And you can catch us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you find your podcasts. Mm. Or you can just Google us, bitch. Yeah. Also, make Google sure you rate and review URL. us. The Wildness with Tiff and Manda. Do you and the Smart URL, hey? Yes. I love it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's, it just shows you where you can find us every week. He. Yeah. He. But, but do make sure you share this podcast. Share it and rate and review it highly. Yeah, I, I rated us. I gave us five stars. Yeah, Boom. give us five stars all over the place. And then just share it with people. Because also it's queer women. So you must just think. Also, there is the option to download the podcast. Yes. So if you download it, then you can actually share the actual file. On SoundCloud, you can download it. Then you can share the actual file. Nice. Which doesn't add to our place, but at least you're listening <laughs> to us. Hey. Um, okay. Okay. You, you Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Whatever floods your butt. Because Shave life is... Guys... Panda got like this sexy tattoo. Yeah, I'm sure my shoulder. Yeah. But the thing is, Panda has to go do her sexy tattoo. Yeah.
in her head. I was like, do I have a tattoo appointment that I don't know about? No, you just gotta rub on it. Oh. So we must be out. Bitch! Did you know Leon was in a relationship for um Wow Leon I was in a relationship for 10 years. You guys are fucking nuts. My ass is 30. <laughs>